even if it's not perfect, even if you're off the game, if this call was not made, $156,434 is not made, right? It is progress, not perfection. That's it. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. This is the exact call that Fran, now if you've ever watched these cold call breakdowns, you know Fran, she's just like straight to the point, but Fran called up and instantly she was getting attacked and watch how she overcomes it and kind of slips through. She doesn't get a lot of the pillars. Now remember, we go through every single call looking for seven things. This is the perfect call. All right, these seven things, the four pillars of pre-qualifying, the condition of the property, the timeline for them to sell, the motivation for them to sell, and the price. So condition, timeline, motivation, price, and then we're looking for active listening, right? Uh-huh, sure. Yep, no, I get it, right? Confirm and approve. They throw something at you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I completely understand that. Yep. Oh, you want 350 Okay, great. Oh, it's got a new roof? Uh-huh. Confirm and approve, right? It kind of falls in line with active listening. And then when they hit you with the question, you answer it and then ask a question back. This is the perfect call. These are the seven things that you want to look for. If you're training your team, if you're training your prospectors, these are the seven things that you're looking for. You can go through their call recordings and go, okay, out of these seven things, how many did we get? So let's see how many Fran got. And it's not a lot. This is a two minute, 40 second call and 156,434. Now, when I talk about some people just throw out a price, if you talk to enough people and it turns into a ridiculous deal, you're about to hear it. It's about to become real, 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 right? So let's get going on this thing. Hello? I was looking for Jennifer. <laughs> My name's Fran. I'm calling to ask you about a property. I wanted to see if you might consider an offer on that property there. Well... Yeah. Yes, right? Whenever you ask if they would consider an offer, you get six responses, right? Yes is our favorite. Yes is like, oh my gosh, the door is open. The most likely is no, right? And then we get maybe, maybe in the future. The fourth one is how much will you give me? Yeah, sure, at the right price. And guys, if you've ever made calls, you know that these are the responses. How much will you give me, right? Is the next one. Uh, who are you and how'd you get my number? There's only six responses. So if you know how to respond to those six responses, you're going to be a lot more confident. You're going to be a lot more bulletproof. And this takes time. It takes skill. And Fran's made bazillion calls, right? So she's hitting her with her. She says, yes. She's like, oh my gosh, okay. Let me get in here. Let me tell her how we buy properties because I feel like the, the timeline is going to be real short. I feel like not the timeline to sell, but the actual timeline that she gets to speak with her is going to be short. Short. So she's trying to fit it all in. It's not the best. But listen, this is real life. Not all calls are going to feel like you're in, in flow state, like you're Michael Jordan game six, right? It's going to feel like, oh my gosh, I got to move and react real quick. And how do I get it in there? How do I say enough in a short amount of space to get some information to see if this is a lead? Okay. Well, we purchase in cash. We pay all the closing costs. There's no real estate commission. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you see. If you're going to give me those, you know, like the 
but still, that's not going to happen. So, uh, so right away, boom, you hit that first hurdle. Boom, you hit that force field that she's got up. You better not. You better not. Listen, I have a price in mind, and if it's not even close, don't even waste my time. By the way, this is an investment property that she owns. This isn't something that she lives in. She owns a lot, millions of dollars in real estate. She wants to put it all into her California properties, get rid of her Florida properties. This Florida property was a huge problem for her, and I'll show you the pictures. You'll understand why this was a huge problem for her. How much? Okay. How much would it take, Jennifer? No, if you're, if you're looking for... Still, that's not for me. Don't waste your time. Oh, not at, oh, not at all. We're just trying to see how much you might ask, just to see if it might be a possibility to go see. Yeah. I want at least 400000 Boom! Ask the question. Okay, great. Well, it sounds like you want to sell, and I don't want to waste your time. What price works for you? And she goes, at least 400000 Guys, this happens every single minute of every single day around the country. I am telling you, I understand if you've made a lot of calls and you haven't had this conversation yet. I understand if it just hasn't made sense yet. I understand if you haven't talked to that right seller that just all of a sudden gives you the price and says that they want to sell. And then then you like are like, oh my gosh, you look this thing up and on Zillow, it's like 800,000, right? 400 might work. Minimum, yeah. Minimal 400. Okay. And Jennifer, we're looking for options around that area to purchase. Is that something? Now, this is where she screwed up. She totally screwed up. I know what she's doing here, but she totally screwed up on this thing. She said the word options. Never say the word options. Watch how this, how she reacts here. She's like, I don't want an option for this property. I want somebody to buy this property. Right? What do you mean options? She's trying to go, well, we're looking at uh, several different properties in the area to kind of create some scarcity and try to pull away a little bit, right? Try to pull away from committing to this deal so that she's not like trying to chase her. I get that, but it doesn't land well. I would have never said, well, we're looking for options in that area. We're looking for properties to buy in the area. Go with that confidence. That whole options thing throws it off. Watch what happens. Then you, uh, you would sell in the next two or three months? Options? To buy? Yes, we, we found two, so we're going to go look at those. We wanted to see if this might be an option so we could go look at, like, when would it be available? When would it be an option to look at? Um, I have tenants there. Oh, okay. that that's fine. We, we could do the work. That's, that's not a Confirm and approve. Confirm and approve. I mean, she's a pro. Friends with call motivated sellers. That's who I've been using for the last four years. Call motivated three and a half. Call motivated sellers. They're the best of the best of the best. Problem. But um, are the tenants there for like two or three more months or six more months? Or how much longer is the contract for? And don't say contract. How long is the lease? How long is the lease? She screwed up with two verb, two two words that she shouldn't have said. The verbiage that she's using, I've never heard her use before in any recordings. I have no idea where this is coming from. Options and contract. How much longer is the lease terms? Are they in a long-term lease or is it month to month? There's no contract. You guys could come in and then let It them. causes friction in the conversation. Thank God that this seller really wanted to get rid of this property because this could have been a disaster. A lease. Oh, okay. okay. Either way. Oh, Okay, well, it's just uh, month to month. Okay, I just wanted yeah. to make sure you don't have a contract. Um, no. Okay, okay. All right. Well, Jennifer, I'm calling with my um, partner, Devin. So um, I'm going to tell him about... And then the pass-off, right? 
the pass off to that. That's all she's going for. She didn't dig into the condition. She didn't go into anything. She was talking. She went for timeline and she knows it's a yes. And she just was going to just send it on in. I don't know if she felt like the person on the phone was being combative and kind of like aggressive. So she wanted to like get off as soon as possible. So she didn't screw up. I don't know if she just felt like she knew she was off her game with this call. But the point is this, even if it's not perfect, even if you're off the game, if this call was not made, $156,434 is not made, right? It is progress, not perfection. That's it. Just go and just put yourself in as many possible situations to win as possible and watch what happens. It doesn't have to be perfect. About your place, because we have two others we want to see too. So I'll tell him that it might be a possibility because um, I, I know he would not mind fixing it up or, you know, renting it out or, you know, he could do a lot of things with it. But um, he just needs to talk to you about the price and uh, see if he might be able to work that out with you. So I'll get him to give you a... So this, that's it, right? So uh, she got the price. She got the timeline. She got an idea of what was going on with the tenants. We don't know the condition, right? We don't know the condition. We don't know what the true motivation is yet, right? So out of the seven things she did well at active listening, she responded to a question. She answered the question and got with the question, right? She confirmed and approved everything that was going on. So she got five out of seven which is a very solid call. It's not perfect. It's not Fran's best, that's for sure. But even at Fran's not her best, boom, $156,434. So I'm saying, you got to take the shots, right? You got to be you, rough seas, make a better sailor. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you got to go through these things, right? Yeah, 100%. That was a pretty, I mean, it got rough in certain areas. I think I would have done the same thing when it came to keeping it short. She was definitely dealing with uh, with, a, with a driver on this on this call. Yes. Uh, drivers, if you're looking at behavioral tendencies, which talked about, uh, we've talked about before, they're very bottom line driven, right? They're very tasky and bottom line driven. So you want to keep it short, sweet, to the point. And, and it doesn't have to be perfect. It goes to show, right, that your conversation that doesn't have to be refined. It doesn't have to be this thing that, that, you know, feels scripted or whatever. If you know how to answer, how to come back and, and relatively quick and manage, more importantly, like the, the human side of it, yes. okay, uh, you're going to be in good shape. Creative avoidance kills that kind of stuff. That's it. Yeah. What are, five to six times a day, ask yourself the question, is what I am doing, the actions that I'm taking right now, going to actually be income producing. And if not, stop doing them. That's how you grow the business. That's how you keep the momentum of your business is making sure that you're doing the income producing activities. And then when you focus on that, you build a company around that. And when you build a company around that, then at some day you get to pull yourself out and it becomes a servant of you not the other way around, but it takes time. It takes focus. If you're out there trying to build, I had a conversation today with a student and uh, the student is trying to do development, fix and flip, wholesale and rentals all right now, right? And they're like, well, my wholesale deals are kind of frantic. They're kind of all over the place. I don't know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> it's a lack of focus. That's four yeah. different businesses that you're building. Let's not get it twisted. If you own rental properties, that's its own business. If you flip properties, that's its own business. If you wholesale, that's your business. You can't just take all of them and be like, oh, I've got the toolbox and it's filled up. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
you will constantly go like this. And when you're focusing, you got to watch where you put your attention. Attention is the most valuable resource. It's not time. It's not priority. It's not energy. It is attention. Where are you putting your attention? Focus on ugly houses and big checks. And uh, that's it. If you're interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family, the TTP coaching program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Check out what it's all about. Check out the testimonials. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call, and I look forward to working with you personally. And that is it. Thank you for joining us. You guys are the absolute best rhino tribe. I love you. And as always, I I sign off telling you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. See you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.